welcome to the Eric in the Morning podcast on 101.9 The Mix Chicago. All right, take it away, Eric. 312-233-1019. Rachel takes up smoking on Friends. Uh, They just saw the episode. Everyone was doing it and bonding, and it uh, made her uh, her think, hey, maybe I should take up smoking. (laughs) Are people still allowed to go out and smoke whenever they want? How long are the breaks? What are the rules? Hi, Kyle. Hi. Hi. uh, You know something about this? I don't know our HR policy, but I know at our facility and the one I used to work at, you cannot smoke on the property. So they will walk across to the main road and stand on the sidewalk. Oh, man. It's it's like... Wow. Yeah, I wonder, do you think at any point those that are doing it are asking themselves, maybe I should stop doing this? Or or, or does it not even occur? Oh, I think everybody tells themselves that, and then they think, no, that's yeah. okay. Yeah, and if, you know, you cross the road, you have to, like, go into the woods. <laughs> You're standing in there like a small pack in the woods. It has to make you wonder, what is going on here? Hey, Jen. Hi. Hi. Uh, you're in HR? Yeah, for a high school, and we cannot smoke on campus either. So we have people who walk across the busy street to the forest preserve right across the street. There you go. <laughs> yep. My English the- teacher used to smoke behind the dumpsters. Really? I- I had to run- <laughs> now the dumpsters have to be moved over into the forest preserve. That's right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, they Next do. to the and vagrants the- and the people that are dumping bodies. Right. Isn't that what happens exactly. to forest preserves? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Uh, and do any of them complain about it, or is it just, you know? No, they have no choice. So it doesn't matter if it's snowing or raining. You see people walking across the street. That is unbelievable. That's the thing. That's when you know you're uh, addicted. That is unbelievable. Yeah. Thank you, Jen. Not have together. heard from Dr. Most. Oh. So he is listening to pay attention to what you're uh, about to explain. I'm right? better off not knowing that. Okay. 73% of adults don't know what many of their organs actually do. I mean, you throw out a gallbladder. Oh, that's a good one. I don't know. Yeah. Sounds I important. I don't know what that is. Uh, all right. I don't I don't even know how to do this. These are all so, so interesting. All right. Uh, th- uh, throw out an organ. Uh, a tie at number three, Renee. Hypothalamus. The yep. hypothalamus, Whip. I remember hearing about that, but not in a long time. Yeah, I... Good, good call on that one, Renee. I, I don't even know where that is. It's down near your ankle, I think, isn't it? No, it's not. Okay. All right. See, good thing I'm learning. Yeah, right. You're annoying. I, I really, thought, I really <laughs> thought it was down there. Uh, the hypothalamus tied with uh, Tom. The appendix. The appendix. Now that's is what it, I've heard of. Yeah. Is yeah. that the end of the book, or is that part of the body? <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. No one knows. No one knows. All right, the appendix. You right? do hear about that one exploding sometimes. Yeah, you do, and that's Actually. not good. No. From what I understand. Right. Do you still have yours? Yes. Violetta, do you still have yours? I believe so. You'd know if you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I believe so. Uh, I have mine as well. Uh, at uh, number two, Rich. The common bile duct. The bile duct. The common bile duct. <laughs> yeah. The complicated yeah. one is something else. Yeah, that's... Uh, Ooh, oh! That could be a, a little dicey on that one. All right, you got that one, Whip? Common bile duct. Uh-huh. And finally, I don't even know how Swanee was successful in typing this one. In at number one, none of us know what the organs actually do, Jen, including the... Meckles diverticulum. Ah, the Meckles diverticulum, Whip. I was waiting for your common pancreas to come through. Yeah, yeah me too. Yeah. The Meckles diverticulum. You've taken an anatomy class, haven't you, Jen? 
Uh, no, I haven't. I had a, I have a son who had one that ruptured last year. Oh, my God. Oh, my Lord. Yeah. That sounds terrible. Yeah. Is he okay? Yeah. He's totally fine. It's similar. Um, it's actually in the area near the appendix and similar to that. And so, But we didn't know, so we were rushed by ambulance right. and into emergency surgery. Right. And he's completely fine. He oh, was up playing good. hockey like two weeks later. That's the way it should be. All right, so. the Meckles Diverticulum. Like, let me give you three headlines I was reading this morning. Okay. The headlines are, this Valentine's Day, show them you care with a heart-shaped box of cheese. Mm-hmm. Headline number two, Target is selling a heart-shaped baby Yoda tin full of chocolates for Valentine's Day. Okay, I'll take that. And headline number three, you can buy a hairy heart box filled with beef jerky for your love this Valentine's Day. Oh. Cheese, chocolate, and jerky. All for Valentine's Day. Three headlines. And as I read those this morning, I thought 312-233-1019. If you think about it, Valentine's Day is theoretically one month from today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Today's January 14th. We know Valentine's Day is February 14th. And for that reason, we spoke to 10 women. Hi, Carol. Hello. Uh, the question we just asked off the air, I'm going to ask you. It's a simple one. It's a yes or no. Valentine's Day. Is it important? Yes. It is important. All right. So it needs to be recognized in some way. Some way. All right. Specific. I've been for over 32 years, uh-huh. but this is a special day that he can just show me that he loves me even more that day. All right. Is a card enough? Him just saying, Happy Valentine's Day, honey. I love you is uh, enough. That's okay. what we love to all hear. Right. All right. Well, that's easy. That's love right there. I, you know, I was thinking, all right, is this, a, you got to buy a card and underline words and there's a gift underline and, and you know, stuff has to happen, uh, all that kind of stuff. Hey, uh, is it Soraya? Yeah. Uh, Soraya, Valentine's Day, is it important? No, it isn't. It is not important. So no. in a relationship with you, Valentine's Day rolls around, we can completely ignore it. I would like a, like, happy Valentine's Day, babe, and that it would be sufficient enough for me. Okay. Throw a babe on the end and you're covered. Happy Valentine's Day. All right. Thank you. So we asked 10 women off the air. Because I think if you ask 10 guys, like, two, maybe. 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 And and that's because the significant other is sitting right next to him. Right. So we asked 10 women off the air, completely random. They had no clue what the question was going to be. Said it was a simple yes or no Valentine's Day. Is it important? Yes or no. Results were, what do you think, Whip? Uh, eight said yes. Uh, Violetta. Six said yes. Six said yes is right. There you go. Is it important to you? I love I Valentine's it, I Day. I saw that coming. But mm-hmm. I love it for so many more reasons. It's not even about like a boyfriend. Like my dad gets me and my sister flowers and my mom. Wow. And then I like make cupcakes go, for the whole yeah. family. Well, normally he picks it up from like one of those sickos on the side of the road Perfect. looking for a guy. Yeah, yeah. Those teddy bears that come in plastic. That's great. <laughs> yeah, great. It's great. Um, but I just love just it. Everything it this pink way. And, and delicious. Think about it this way. He thought about you enough. To pull over at a Sitco. I, I mean, that's love. I know. I'll take it. I don't care. 60%. Valentine's Day is important. One month from today. All right. We find out what's uh, trending on Twitter. Then uh, we head into the newsroom and Whip tells you all about the hypothalamus. That's right. Why? Well, you'll find out. Uh, anybody listening who's coming up, we double paychecks in 20 minutes. We start a full day of it. 
Uh, right now, top three things trending on Twitter at number three. We're starting with a British clothing clothing company called Bedroom Athletics. Uh, they are looking for a slipper tester. They're going to pay you $5,000 to wear different fuzzy slippers for a year. Oh, wow. Hashtag perfect timing. Do you uh, wear slippers? Are you, I think, you know, like you're either a jersey wearer or you're not. You wear jerseys or you don't. Or you, you're either a slipper wearer or you're not. That's a good point. So I never was. Growing up, my parents would like... Yell at me, wear your slippers, wear your slippers. I never did, and now I do. Whip slippers? No, no I've, I've owned them before, but I never got never in the really habit of wearing them. them, no. Okay. I have a pair that I wear all the time, and I never did. You, I, I've told this story, right? Mm-hmm. What? Uh, from Patrick Manley. That's right. Former Chicago Bear. I don't know. Manley remember. Mondays. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, so uh, he was on the air with us once, and I made fun of him because he. Uh, I saw him in Ugg slippers. <laughs> yeah. And I, I tortured him. Yeah. Aww. And uh, that year for Christmas, it arrived at my house, a box of Ugg slippers from Manley. I still have them. You and love I, them. I put them on, and I, I had to tell him. Okay, you're right. Right. I was wrong. You Your were right. feet are so cozy and I warm. still have them. Still wear them. That's amazing. Trending on Twitter number two. So garlic is trending right now as people are reading up on the benefits of it. It's really unclear where this all started, but some of the things that they're highlighting are that garlic can reduce the length of your cold or flu by 60%. Mm-hmm. It can reduce blood pressure, and it also can help detoxify heavy metals in your body. Does it really ooze out your pores, too? Oh, for me, it does. Sticks with me for a couple of days. Yuck. You could smell garlic on somebody a couple yeah. days later. I yeah. love it. Uh, so it's think, great. If they weren't breathing the garlic smell, you think you could really smell it out of just their body? That's the that's the argument. If you're yeah. around Bronco, yeah. yeah. He yeah. eats handfuls of cloves of Ooh. fresh garlic. Wow. <laughs> uh, trending on Twitter, number one. So, Laura trending right now. Laura, as in Laura Jean from the Netflix smash hit All the Boys Before movie. They already have two of these. And part of Netflix announcement yesterday, where they told you that there was three or movies coming out every week. The third movie is coming out this year. And everyone is falling in love again with the adorable couple in their new trailer. What's it called again? It's called To All the Boys Before. Smash it on Netflix that I've never heard of. It's no. so Not surprising. good. I really need to catch up. To All the Boys Before. Before. Keep your eye out for it. So this morning's Eric in the Morning List, much like yesterday's. Uh, the top three, whatever ended up in the top three, Whip explains throughout the morning. And today... It was the study that 73% of adults don't know what many of their organs do. 7 in 10, Whip, could identify where the small intestine is, but uh, 44% are like, nah, I don't know what it's for. Yeah. Uh, 65% could identify the large intestine, but 29% said, no clue. Don't know what it means. Mm-hmm. And your top failure to identify organs, the pancreas and the gallbladder. Okay. I don't know what either one does. Agreed. So our top three, we said, okay, give us the top three, then uh, each newscast, Whip, will tell you what it actually does. Uh, in at number three was the hypothalamus. Here comes your, here's what the hypothalamus does story. <laughs> a small area in the middle of the brain, which plays an important role in many important functions, including the release of hormones, regulating your body temperature, controlling your appetite, managing your sexual behavior, Whoa. and regulating your emotional responses. Now that you mentioned that, is that the little thing that turns on, like when you go through? Um, turns on, like yeah, it's got because, an on/off switch. Yeah, it doesn't normally activate until you go through puberty. I think. Wow, look at you. Yeah, yeah. All right, and where is it? Point to it. Uh, it's in your brain, in right, the middle. It's right in the middle of your brain. Yeah, kind of up there. It's in yeah. that. It's not in the back. It's right. not in the front. Because I pointed right. to my elbow. It's not there. <laughs> Hard to get to. Yeah, it's up here. <laughs> yeah, it's inside. All right, got it. Yeah. Hypothalamus. Right. Whoa. Number one. What are we going to learn at seven thirty? 
Uh, that is going to be, uh, so uh, we're doing the appendix. The then, appendix right? yeah. is coming up at 730. Right. Everything you ever wanted to know about the appendix. Yes. All right. I have a buddy who has a fear of going in the mechanicals room in his house, you know, where the furnace is, like yeah. for perfect home service, the furnace and the sump pump and all that stuff down in that room. He's like, I, I don't like going in there. Mm-hmm. Like, you, you think somebody's in there? You think it's haunted? He's like, nah, it just makes me uncomfortable. Something's going to break or there's going to be a fume that kills me or the, I'll touch something and it'll explode. Yeah. And it's like the furnace kicks on and fire comes out and yeah, I don't know where true. that's going. and true. Mm-hmm. Freaks him out. 312-233-1019. Maybe Kim is the one who called. Anybody listening who with a strange fear? I remember uh, caller Kim had a fear of this and you do as well. I do. Of? I do not like cotton balls. They are disgusting, and I can't stand them. They are disgusting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you don't buy them, you don't use them, you don't have them. I do. The worst part is, is I'm a preschool teacher, and we use them in our classroom, and I have to have a co-teacher come and use them because I will not touch them. Don't want to touch the cotton balls. What about them uh, no. frightens you? It's the texture and the fact just even thinking of them being, like, stretched and pulled oh, is just, it gives me the heebie-jeebies. It's there like nails on a chalkboard. There you go. Uh-huh. I get it. Hey, uh, Ariella. Hi. Hi. Uh, you have a strange fear. Um. Yeah, mirrors. Afraid of mirrors. Wait, okay. what? All right. Violetta's like, I can't get through the day without a whole big bunch of them. I just bought one for my desk. What about, oh my God, you bought a mirror for your it desk? It lights up and you can write on it like inspirational oh. something. You don't want that around you, do you, uh, Ariella? Mm-mm. Uh, what about mirrors scares you? Um, I'm just kind of scared like someone's watching me through them. Yeah, you oh. see a lot of scary, oh. like, you know what? That that new Taco Bell commercial. Oh, that was scary. Oh, that really, scares me. It's really well done. It's supposed you're supposed to think it's a horror movie, and the next thing you know, it's for nacho fries. I know. Yeah. It's, it scares the hell out of me. Uh, Megan, strange things that frighten you. Yeah, so it's actually uh, real. It's called tripophobia, but it's a fear of small holes. So like a lotus pod or like the bottom of like garlic, like the bunch of holes together freaks me out <laughs> like truly freaks me out you're afraid of little holes you know yes. how, you know how hard it is for me to just sit here quietly <laughs> i know i was like eric's gonna love this <laughs> yeah. yeah well hey megan's afraid of small holes <laughs> terrified moving along what are you gonna do with that uh hi there vanessa terrified of escalators escalators Ooh. i've heard of that fear before yeah uh, so yeah if you're i'm always a... afraid that i'm gonna like step on the that's wrong in between, and I'm going to, like, fall, or I'm going to get, like, my shoelace trapped. And, right. Yeah, I they think, freak me out. I think that's a natural thing that people should be afraid of. Because little kids, in my experience, are all afraid of escalators until you train them not to be. But there's something about it, I think, that naturally doesn't Jumping on us. a moving thing. Yeah, yeah. So do you avoid them and take nothing but elevators? Um, sometimes I have to do, but I'm the one that stands there for like a minute and like watches to make sure that I'm stepping on just the right spot before it goes up. So I'm the guy right behind you going, um, excuse me. Um, excuse me. I'm that guy. Because you're standing there staring at me. I I got you. Just like Buddy the Elf. And finally, hang on a second. Thank you for that. Uh, you're afraid of what, Emma? I'm afraid of airplane toilets. Oh, I kind of am too. They're so scary. When you flush them, they like it feels like they're going to explode on you because yeah. they make those yes. loud noises. So forceful. Yes, I think I'm going to fall out of the airplane. Right, it's going to suck you right through. Now, if you were small enough, like, could you? Could it suck I, you right through? Well, I mean, let's dump you in Idaho. Let's say that you fit in that, right? Like, no person probably could, but let's say you did. 
that is what would happen, right? I think you you go to an unwanted tank on the plane. I don't oh. I don't think they dump you out over Kansas. I, I thought that stuff yeah. gets dumped out. Yeah, well, I don't know, from time to time. On people. I think it dis, it just dissipates before it gets to the ground. So Emma, do you uh, then uh, just avoid long flights or just hold it when you're on a plane? What do you do? So thankfully, I haven't had to go on a really long flight um, any time in my life, but I absolutely hold it. Like, I refuse to drink anything before I have to get on the flight, like, right. all day if I have to. you got to dehydrate yourself. <laughs> yeah. I actually cover my ears after I, like, yeah. I press the button and then I cover my ears. And you never know, because some of them are really loud and other ones aren't. You don't know which kind of plane you're going to get. It's terrifying. <laughs> How long ago did you fix your toilet? Uh, this is only a few days ago. It's pretty wow. I've, I've done it like three or four times. Like now I'm pretty confident with this one, although I always cross my fingers it'll actually work, but it actually does. Is it the upstairs toilet or downstairs? Uh, this is the upstairs. All right. What's the room right below it? Uh, the kitchen. Make sure you check that ceiling in the kitchen. I know. <laughs> I know. I know. Because I once tried to do the fix and the water came through into the dining room right through the light fixture. That's not fun at oh. all. It's a bad thing. Yeah. Violetta had sent me an email recently. I guess, didn't you have a couple of friends that were uh, working on a home project together? Yeah. Cool, thanks. Right. <laughs> what? You gotta leave it there. That's, That's hilarious. Right. Perfect. That's all I'm really looking for from you. No, no, it's okay. We'll yeah. see you tomorrow. Thanks for listening. I sent you that a while ago. No, so they are working yeah. on um, a project, and they thought it was going to be really fun. Mm-hmm. You know, you always are like, oh, we're going to bond, and we get to both make decisions together. And were they like redoing a basement, or putting in a garage door, or putting in countertops, or they cabinets? Were, they were redoing a bathroom. Re- there you go, Whip. Like I was just saying, the Menards commercial, they make it sound so simple. I right. know, but they kept butting heads along the way. Like, right. they couldn't decide on anything together, and then they just started fighting like all the time. I think it's rare uh, that you're the couple that can tackle something together and survive the experience with with no conflict. Yeah. I think that's pretty rare. Yeah. 312-233-1019. What did you end up doing together that in hindsight was a pretty bad idea? Mm. Like you thought at the time, like Violetta's friends, oh, let's redo the bathroom together. Four months later, it's a bad idea. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Usually these should be home improvement or maybe road trips. He said, oh, you know, during COVID, we should road trip together to New Orleans. And by the time you hit Tinley Park, no one was speaking to any, right. anybody anymore. Yeah. It was complete silence. The fight kicked in, you know, about 10 minutes in. Yep. Right by one of the tolls. Yeah. <laughs> Next thing you know, it's going to be a long ride down to New Orleans. Mm-mm. 312-233-1019. Did your wife help you with the uh, bathroom or did you do that one solo? No, I did this one solo. Did she encourage it or did she just not know about it? You did it on your own. Uh, no, she's always like, eh. Are you sure? Because yeah, okay. she knows better the number of things I've messed up. But uh, on this one, I, I can claim victory. Okay. Yeah. 312-233-1019. In your relationship, what did you decide to do together that you realized after the fact was a bad idea? Maybe you decided you're both going to be bike riders together. Oh, yeah. You both go get bikes. We're going to ride like, you know, three days a week together. It'll be a good bonding. About halfway through the first ride, bike riding together was over. Right. Yeah. She's pedaling too fast. He's pedaling too slow. <laughs> she wants to ride on the right. He wants to ride on the right. You can't decide. Yeah. One crosses fighting. A, one crosses a street and the other one can't quite cross. Right. And then you're behind. And you're waiting. Yeah. Terrible idea. You decided to do it together. Thought it would be fun. Productive. Bonding. <laughs> 
not only do I want to know like what you decided to do together, but how long it took before you realized it was a bad idea. Right. I mean, was it months, days, hours, minutes? Were you like four minutes into the bathroom remodeling and you realized we shouldn't have done this? <laughs> Hi, Mary. Hi there. Uh, what did you decide to do together that was a terrible idea? Well, we wallpapered together, and in a bathroom, when it's a really enclosed space, you're just going crazy. Right. Think you're going to bond, you're going to get this done, save a little money, and all you do is bump into each other. And I, I've never done it, but I've heard, Mary, wallpapering is really hard. It's brutal because you have to hold on to something while something else is falling down and get those little edges together. And right. if you can survive that, you can survive anything. Especially if it has like some kind of pattern and you have to match it. Mm. Oh, my God. 312-233-1019. You thought it would be a good idea to do it together. Terrible idea, Nicole. Uh, yes. I decided to take up hiking and finally got my fiancé to come with me. <laughs> we ended up getting lost for two hours. Pretty much fighting or in silence the whole time. Your very I first hike, everything since. went sideways on you. Yeah, I haven't been hiking since with him. Right. Buy the shoes. Yeah. You got uh, shorts that have a lot of pockets on them, you know, to carry stuff around. They're trying to encourage you, but it feels like yelling. Hey, Chris. Yeah, so uh, my wife and I have been married about 20 years now, and right after we started dating, I thought it'd be a good idea to teach her how to ski. <laughs> oh, uh, man. After- yeah, after yeah. about uh, an hour and a half, she ended up going down the hill on her butt in tears. Didn't speak to me for a few hours afterwards, but oddly enough, the uh, hot 25-year-old Australian ski instructor had no problem teaching how to ski after oh, that. Oh, look at that. Look oh, at that. wow. At first, it sounded like a bad idea. A lot of falling. You paid $4,000 for it. A lot of arguments. Right. Oh, yeah. But right. we, we persevered. Do you think as an adult... I could learn how to ski, uh, Chris. Or Absolutely is it just not? not. Yeah, I didn't uh, think so. Not? Didn't even finish the sentence. Yeah, I <laughs> I can't really ski. I wish I would have learned. It's an old dog, new tricks thing. It really is. Oh. And I've been told by multiple people, forget it. It's never going to happen for yeah. you. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's all right. Uh, and then finally, I don't know what you were thinking, Anna. I can already tell this is a bad idea. Yeah, um, I thought it'd be fun to train for a half marathon with my fiance, who's never run more than a mile in his life. Just that um, sentence tells training, me bad idea. <laughs> bad idea. Yeah. <laughs> and our training plans, you know, his plan was to increase his run by point one each time. And I was like, <laughs> no, I don't think you're going to make it in three months when we have to run, you know, 13 miles. And you know what? We ended up not even running it at all. We just went to Nashville for fun and didn't even go to the race. There you <laughs> oh go. That's what successful couples do together. Cancel your plans and do something that's full of leisure. So this one is the common bile duct. Now, uh, let me just give a little background whip yeah. before you do it. The reason why, if you're just tuning in, uh, this morning on the Ark in the Morning list, we start off the morning at 6.20. We came up with a list based on this story that says 73% of adults don't know, don't have a clue what many of their organs do. <laughs> don't even get us started on where they are. Right. So uh, we said, all right, give us a list of three uh, organs. You have no clue what they do. And then in the newscast, Whip will uh, tell you all about it. What did we learn at 7 o'clock? Uh, the hypothalamus. Okay. Yep. Uh, and uh, you can get all this on the Eric in the Morning podcast, which I know you're going to download to find out what your hypothalamus <laughs> does. Right. Uh, what did we learn at 7.30? The appendix. And now we're about to discover? The common bile duct. Lay it on me. A duct, or a small tube-like structure... In the gastrointestinal tract, uh-huh. a tube whose function is to carry bile All right. from the liver and the gallbladder through the pancreas to the duodenum, or the is duodenum. it duodenum? Duodenum, past yeah. the pancreas, so you, you go yeah. 
through the bile duct, you take a left at the pancreas, and at the stoplight at the duodenum, you go right or left? Uh, it knows. Okay. It knows which right. way to go. Wherever the sign yeah, points exactly. you. Yeah, uh, exactly. So this is the upper part of the small intestine is the duodenum. Uh, so that's where the uh, bile duct is sending the bile to. Uh-huh. And yeah, this is located kind of in between your liver and your small intestine right there in your midsection area right up so in there. So yeah, it's right there in the middle where everything, where everything's just jammed together like in one big bag of stuff. It's amazing how much stuff your body gets jammed together in that section. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. It's not very efficient. Your body jams everything in here. You got all this other room all over the place. They could tuck some stuff away. That's yeah. true. You'd think the body would know what it's doing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. More often than not, it does. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, so that's all I know that's, about that. That's enough for us. That's literally all I know about that. <laughs> but what's it do? I don't want to know anymore. It brings the bile from one place to another so it can be stored. It really is sometimes like feeling it's like a, like a seven-year-old. Over there. But what's it do? <laughs> yeah, like a duct. Like the ducts in your house or the, uh, you know. I feel like I can taste that bile now in my throat. Just turn on the Kardashians. Back to you. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking more into that story about the Danish children's show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The Danish network launching a children's show about a man with a, with a giant giant thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And I guess uh, as I read more, that he they're turning him into like a superhero. Well, based on that. Well, I mean, on, on a variety of things, but that's his you know recognizable a, characteristic. I don't even uh, I don't, I don't even know like how they it. represent I don't like that. It. I don't like it at all. Yeah, to, thankfully, you don't have to watch Danish TV. Thank God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And now, uh, as an as an addition, I almost said attachment, which is the oh. wrong choice of words. <laughs> as an addition to that, there is a study that men with you know smaller action. Uh, make more money. Oh. So they found in the study of more than a thousand men. Why are you so uncomfortable? You're I... making me uncomfortable. <laughs> um, men, uh, let me throw a number at you. Eight. Okay. Uh, eight make about 50000 a year. Let me throw another number at you. Men with, I don't know, three <laughs> make how much a year? Sean. 110. 110,000. No. What do you think, higher or lower? Or lower? Or we might need a lawyer. I'd go with lawyer. Uh, higher or lower? <laughs> higher. Huh. Higher. Um, you know, based on the fifty thousand, I don't think it's going to be that much more than twice as much. So I'm going lower. Uh, Maureen, men with three make uh, seventy-five thousand. That is it, right oh there on average seventy-five k. So look at all the upside there. So they're 50% more motivated Good to do them. something to well, make or up for Or 50% more need to compensate. Right, exactly. All right. Ready to go. Making big money. Well done. Oh, we lost Janice. I wanted to hear about uh, the hopes and dreams that your parents have for you. Like for your kids, Whip, do you have, do you have plans? Uh, I don't have any. I'm afraid to say anything specific because then it's like if they somehow don't do that, they're a failure or something when they really might not be. You know what I mean? But... In your mind, do you have plans? I'm not uh, saying it's going to, you know, do you have plans? No, plan, plans would not be the word. Ideas on where I think they oh might end. Oh, my God. End. He's, he, yeah, no. Just, so no. I feel like a lawyer. I'm trying yeah. to just pin him down. No, the word <laughs> is no. I, I can do my plans. I can't do. The I can an- do the word idea. <laughs> the answer is no. I, I can do this, but I cannot use the word that. Yes. No, <laughs> I have no plans. You don't have any aspirations, goals, hopes. Like your son, you hope he becomes a left-handed pitcher. Well, that would be great, but he's right-handed, so I know that's well, out the window. Well, see, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> It's okay. It's okay to have dreams. That would be great. But whatever Listen he does, to it's going to be Eric, great. It's okay yeah. to have dreams. It's okay. <laughs> Dream big. 
Like my son asks me all the time. He's like, uh, "What do you What do you think I should do?" I'm like, "Be an entrepreneur. Really? Be don't work for people. Work for yourself. Yes. Be an entrepreneur. Figure that out. Get an idea." And he's actually minoring. They at, at the University of Texas, they have a, a degree program in entrepreneurship. Oh, look. Okay. <laughs> look at that. Look at that. There you go. Hey, John. Yes. Uh, big dreams your parents had for you. What were they? They just wanted me to finish high school, honestly. Oh, well. <laughs> there you go. See? Just want you to get done. Just get out. Yeah. Successfully. Took, took uh, me five years, but I did it. You and, uh, there you go. Right. Way to there go. You go. <laughs> your parents, you're living your parents' dream for them. Three stories and three stories only on Three Story Thursday. All of them dealing with that issue today. Urinating? It's become a problem, I guess. Okay. <laughs> All right, I'll give you the headlines. You let me know the order you want them. You ready? Yeah. Three stories, three headlines. Headline number one. Airline passenger threatens to urinate on crew member instead pees on the locked restroom door. Oh. A crew member. Passenger. Okay. Headline number two. <laughs> Science has figured out the right way to use a urinal. There's a right and a wrong way. You might have been using it wrong this whole time. Wow. Who knew? Yeah. Headline number three. Netherlands fights wild peeing with hemp-filled public urinals. Oh. We've got problems in the Netherlands, too, not just West Chicago. Right. All right. Any thoughts? Uh, I think the right way to use it, we have to end with that, don't we? Whatever you'd like. I'd love to build to that one because it's very, very interesting. All right. What would you like? I agree. Let's start with the Dutch. The Dutch. You want to go to the Netherlands. Okay. The capital of the Netherlands has installed hemp-filled urinals in public outdoor locations around the city as a means to combat the long-time problem of what they call wild peeing. That usually happens to me at about 2 in the morning. Wild peeing. Yeah. And you're <laughs> sleepy. You're yeah, like, you realize when you wake up in the morning, like, what happened there? Gross. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like a war zone in here. I don't even remember you coming in here. Yeah. <laughs> Who's the last person to use this? Oh, oh, my God. How many women are nodding going, yeah, I know my husband does that. Right. It's terrible. The uh, Dutch company installed 12 green pea urinals in locations around Amsterdam that were identified by local officials as hot spots uh, for public peeing. So try to get it under control. It has nothing to do with weed. The result that there was 50% reduction in wild peeing. It's been a great success. Well, uh, what is it? I mean, does it like... The inventor of the green pea urinal said the city initially installed four of them in 2018, and they've now added eight more after determining the pilot program was a success. They're basically urinals using hemp. In order to avoid a bunch of people in Amsterdam just peeing on the side of a building in the red light district. Do you okay. pee into the hemp? Don't overthink it, Whip. Okay. <laughs> All right. Go to Amsterdam and figure no it out. No problem. Mm-hmm. Airline passenger threatens to pee on crew member, instead pees on locked restroom door. Now this First, we can understand. Yeah. It was a man <laughs> traveling with Jet 2 in October. I don't know where that is. Uh, Christopher Tooth. Uh, who's 57, appeared in the Manchester Magistrate Court to plead guilty during the flight. Tooth, that's his name, Tooth, oh, wow. who was traveling with his 34-year-old son, Matthew, who has to be really proud of Dad, <laughs> <laughs> reportedly became abusive towards staff after his son was accused of eating one of the crew members' meals. Oh, my God, what are you doing? Both Tooth and his son were said to have followed the crew into the galley where, well, you know how the rest of the story works out. Wow. He threatened to do it uh, in one spot and ended up doing it on the... Uh, on the crew member. You cannot pee as a weapon. You really can't. You'll lose every argument that you will, way. You will. There is no upside. I mean, it happened to you in college. Some it, guy peed on your leg. It totally did. Oh. I almost went crazy. Yep. <laughs> but you mind. didn't. <laughs> but I wonder if he did it correctly. Science has figured out the right way to use a urinal. Huh. 
Guys having problems with splashback, they say? Have no fear. Science figured out the exact perfect way to do it. Through high-speed video footage of a simulated male, researchers showed that reduced splashage, and they use that term, splashage, splashage, can be achieved with by moving closer to the urinal and decreasing impact angle. Oh, well, it's okay. math. Yeah, well, you it's should geometry always be, and math. I guess the only reason not to be as close as possible is if you're afraid of the splashing. I mean, right. you don't want to be shooting like a three-pointer from, you know, moving beyond the close, arc. you reduce the splashing. Okay. I tell you the story the one time about a buddy of mine was in a uh, airport bathroom and Patrick Ewing from the NBA came in. Speaking of three-pointers, <laughs> be on the arc. Uh, I'm told it was something. <laughs> All right, it is time to get an update on what's trending on Twitter and uh, also plan ahead 24 hours from this moment. Some kind of weird old drink is going to be put in front of us. Oh, it's going to be so fun. For Friday's featured cocktail. Has she told you yet what it is, Whip? Yeah, I just found out. Okay. All right, so that's tomorrow, but right now we got to find out the top three things trending on Twitter. Uh, through most of the morning, we've been hijacking all of Violetta's material, so let's see what she scrambled to come up with <laughs> in at number three. Okay, so Bitcoin is trending right now. After it plunged 25%, many are saying that this shows why it will never be a true currency. The two big issues that it faces, limited supply and extraordinary volatility. Right. I say, what do the experts know? Go buy it up while you can. Don't listen to her. What do you have to lose? Don't do that. <laughs> That's pretty much everything. Your money. Yeah. Uh, trending on Twitter, number two. Okay, so following up on James Harden, he did date a Kardashian. Uh, see, I know what I'm talking about when it comes to the love yes. life of James Harden. He and Khloe Kardashian dated for eight months after meeting at Kanye West Staples Center birthday party back in 2015. Uh, he told Sport, or Sports Illustrated at the time that he didn't particularly like all the attention that came along with dating a Kardashian. Well, these things happen. Yeah. You shouldn't be surprised by it. Mm-hmm. And trending on Twitter, number one. Oscar winner Anne Hathaway revealed that she prefers to be called by her nickname, Annie. Mm-hmm. According to page six, uh, she says, call me Annie. Everybody, everybody, just call me Annie. I like that best. I was wondering, do you guys have any nicknames that you prefer? <laughs> what? And as a side note, <laughs> I, like to be, ah, I, w- I would like to propose the following conversation. Right. Uh, uh, no. No? Well, we got some nicknames for you. I'm certain you do. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Eric in the Morning podcast. Remember to rate, review, and subscribe so you don't miss a moment of Eric in the Morning on 101.9 The Mix Chicago.